Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The National Basketball Association. The hosts would refer to it as the best league in sports. Bringing you the latest NBA news, updates, and opinions. It's time for Double Tech with Darrell H.P. Young and Christian Weaver. Welcome to Double Tech. I am Darrell H.B. Young. I am Christian Weaver. And we thank you so much for tuning in to this edition. It's 60-something, Christian. I can't remember exactly which one, but uh, we're in the 60s now. How do you feel about that? They let us go that long? They let us go that long. What were they thinking? I don't know. They weren't. They Apparently not, but I'm glad they weren't thinking because we're on show 60-something, and we are here. NBA Finals are set. The Golden State Warriors will face the Boston Celtics, and we'll get to that later on in the show. But for now, Christian, we got to talk about the teams that were almost there. Well, I say almost sort of there. Yeah, almost there. One of those teams were almost there. But the team we'll get to first, the Dallas Mavericks. Did they ever have any hope? Uh, I guess entering into the series, you're like, you never know. Luka could pull it off. But pretty much everybody thought that the Warriors were going to win. Yeah, they did. Well, I, I think the fact that Dallas did knock off Phoenix, it was like, okay, they they, they, they may do something yeah, here. Because, I mean, you'll never convince me that Phoenix wasn't better than Dallas. They played so terribly. They did play terribly, but like As Phoenix a team, yes. Yeah, Phoenix, Phoenix would have gave the Warriors a little bit more problems. Oh, there's no doubt in my mind. There, there's no doubt in my mind. But the fact is, in a game seven, and we dogged on them after they lost. Yeah, they deserved it. They, they, they did. They, they cannot. You cannot play that bad. And we know how well Luca plays in elimination games. He's a freaking monster in elimination games for yeah. the most part. But, uh, yeah, they uh, Dallas fell to Golden State, so Golden State is headed to the NBA Finals again. If you're Dallas, what do you do? What changes are needed? A, a whole lot. I mean, Luka's going to be Luka. It's just everyone keeps saying Spencer actually played well this series as well. Like, he, he yeah. did his best to, you know, keep him afloat in many situations. But I just feel like, you know, Luka's going to do what Luka's going to do. But you got to get some pieces around him that are dependable. You need some strong Strong players around them to, you know, kind of give them that extra boost. I like I like Jalen Brunson. I don't know what his contract is going to demand. Mm. Could be quite a bit. Could be more than you would want to pay Jalen Brunson. But we'll see on that. Uh, what they really need is just like a big man. Yeah. Yeah. That would change everything. Imagine Luka with a Joel Embiid. Yeah, Dwight Powell is not it. <laughs> and... Maxi Kleba plays center for him, and it's it's just not it's not it's not great. Yeah, it, it's not, and it, it's funny because it, it you think about just Luca and how he plays, and whenever James Harden went to Philly, and it was like, hey, James Harden, Joel yeah. Embiid, can you imagine if Joel and Luca were playing together? It'd be ridiculous. I mean, just imagine Luca with like any quality big man, though. Yes, that's true. I guess that's true because I, I think it's it's funny because you watch this series and. I got to admit, I, I was watching it a lot as well. The offense obviously runs through Luka. It's, oh, yeah, I mean, I mean it that's, is. that's what it is. You know, it is what it is. and It's it's called a heliocentric offense. Well, but see, that's the problem, though. <laughs> Kristen is like, he needs someone else to be that focal point sometime. 
Like, every dude, I have no problem with him dominating the ball majority of the time. But, dude, give him somebody where he can kind of not even move without the ball. Actually get a breather on offense. Like exactly. Like, this dude has to do so much. That's what I always say when people criticize his defense and stuff like that. It's like, when you have to do so much on offense, you can't, you're going to be a liability on that side of the court. Like, you can't expend as much or spend as much energy on defense if all of it is going towards your team scoring. I can't, like you said, I, I can't get mad at him for, you know, may, maybe not going after that one ball or maybe not bodying up that dude that was trying to dribble past him because he has to do so much. Like, he has to do everything. And you would think Jalen Brunson would maybe be that guy that can get the ball out of his hands, but I don't know. They don't do it. Yeah. I, when, when they're both in, it, it does seem like he kind of takes a big step back. Like an extremely big step back yeah. to allow Luca to do what he does, which is understandable. But I feel like you gotta you gotta be able to share the duties with him. I don't know if it's just you know one of those situations where he subconsciously says, "Hey, Luca, it's on you now." But y'all gotta come to an agreement to say, "Hey, whatever you need, I got you." When we're both in here to kind of you know take some of that off his shoulders. Yeah. Um, other than maybe a secondary ball handler, which maybe Jalen Brunson will see this off season, depending on what his contract is. Uh, I think Spencer Dinwiddie's back. He is. He's I, a, I think so, yeah. He's got another year in his contract. You got Davis Bertans back. He sucks. Um, <laughs> Dang, dude. That's how you feel? He kind of sucks. I mean, he can hit threes, and that's literally it. Yeah, he really wasn't a factor he's like in this series. He's like big Duncan Robinson. <laughs> oh, well, we saw how much they used him yeah. in that uh, series. That's what he is. He's big Duncan Robinson. Big Duncan Robinson. I didn't think about it like that. But uh, Dwight Powell is not it at center. Reggie Bullock's okay. He yeah. bounced back from that 0 for 10 performance and had like 20 points. <laughs> I know, so. he did hoop that next game. He, he really was hooping um, that next game. I think what they really need to do is go out and get a center. I mean, Rudy Gobert may be available. Oh, See what you can swing to try to get him. If you can't get him, then uh, Mo Bamba's out there. Hey, I honestly think if Mo Bamba went to Dallas, he'd probably be pretty good. I think so, too. Hey. I think that him, uh, Mo Bamba has been kind of misused and not used enough with Orlando because they drafted him and he was behind Vucevic for years. And then the, when he finally gets to play, they only give him like 20 minutes a night. It's like, let him loose. Let him play. He it's, can shoot the three. He can block. He can yeah. finish. Dude, It's yeah. all you want in a modern big. I think that is one of those situations where a player's talent isn't being used to where, like I said, give him a chance. Let, let, let him get out there, make some mistakes, run some plays, and just kind of get into the flow of the offense as opposed to just kind of not being used to the – the fullest of his capabilities. I think you're right. Uh, yeah. Him and Dallas could, that would be okay. Now, he may not, you know, ever live up to a fifth overall status. I mean. But you, I mean, you, he could probably average 15 and fifteen and 8. I think he could. It's just the right situation. The, the right situation with the right, you know, the right coach to use him the way he needs to be right. used. Also, Miles yeah. um, Turner may be available, so that could be a possibility for the Mavericks also. Hey, they, they got to make some moves. You got you got to keep Luca happy because Luca's. I I have no qualms with Luca at all this series. Or I mean, obviously no. the whole playoff run. It's just I mean, he ran up against what some teams yeah. may say or what some people may say the soon to be NBA champion. Yeah, I mean he also I mean he beat the Suns. <laughs> yeah, he did. So <laughs> yes, Suns were the best team in the NBA this year. How crazy is that? Like, uh, if you would have told me that Dallas was going to beat Phoenix, I was like, nah. I Shouldn't I, have happened. To be honest, I kind of thought whenever the playoffs were starting, they were looking like the team that was going to make it back to the finals. Well, Chris Paul was like, I mean, he was. we talked about this last time, I think, but he was closing them out the first two games, and he turned 37, and it's like, 
the Monstars took his power or something. He was gone. Like, he couldn't play anymore. I think that's like, the this best. This guy way can't play. How crazy. But No the, disrespect. No, but you're not, you're not wrong, though, because as crazy as it is, he was hooping to the point like, oh, my goodness. Chris Paul is a monster. And, and it's so crazy when you have a run kind of like how he, was, how he was doing. Everybody kind of starts to remember how good you are and the comparisons start to come. And, hey, would you take such and such over such yeah. and such? He's the best point guard. You know, just so, so many different scenarios. And then it just stopped, like, on the dime. <laughs> and then everybody was slandering him. Yeah, they were. It's you, like, this guy's great. And then he plays bad. It's like, oh, this guy sucks. He's overrated. It's insane. And, and, I, and I hate to say it, but, like, hey. It's been said many times. Father Tom is undefeated. But, dude, is it like, but like is it for overnight? Real, for real? Like overnight, Father Tom got him. But, but that's what I'm like, <laughs> crazy. But, dude, that's how it seemed. He literally got older and just was done. Like the he, next, went to the, he went to that beach on uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> what good old old? Yeah. Dude, hey, side note, and it's your fault. I did not like that movie. It was so okay. Just, that's what I'm saying. I think everybody okay. dogged it just because of some of the performances. Some like, of them were pretty bad. The dialogue was, it was. It's a little chalky. It was mid. <laughs> it was a little, little, little bad. But but the concept was in it was interesting. I thought it was. And then you had the classic M Night twist at the yeah, end. Which it's like, is it a twist if you know there's going to be one? Well, you know the you can't twist. tell. You can't tell what the twist is, exactly. but you know there's going to be one. Kind of like the Twilight Zone. Yes, like something's going to happen, and you're waiting for it. You try to predict it, but you have no idea what's yeah. going to happen. And I did not see that coming. Yeah. I just I was trying to see what was going on. I thought it was aliens. I always think it's aliens every time Signs. with the M Night, which is still my favorite. M-Night Signs movie. is my favorite M Night too, dude. It's a freaking amazing movie. Like it's so great. Are you sure uh, the last Airbender? Not sure. That's the worst hunk of garbage I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Which one's worse, The Last Airbender or Dragon Ball Evolution? Oh, Dragon Ball Evolution. It, it because, no, oh my gosh. Now, see. Yeah, I think it has to take the cake. I, it was just, they did so much wrong with that. Last there Airbender, was literally yes. nothing right they did with it. <laughs> it was so terrible. Oh my God. It made no sense. I like oh Goku was in high, high school, school and Chi Chi was in high school and then Piccolo showed up, <laughs> even though that was like. Hundred something episodes later, dude, it was so bad, so I bad. Have, I have no clue what was going on in Dragon Ball Evolution. We got to go back and watch that again to see if it was. As I don't bad think I ever finished think. it. Oh, you finished it? All I think right. I watched like forty five minutes. I was like, I can't do this. Go back and finish it. It's just as bad as you think it is. So just go ahead and get to the end. It's just like you know, just suffer through it. You'll you'll feel worse after. Didn't it have uh, Chow Yun Fat? Wasn't he Piccolo? No, he was a uh, freaking. Um, was he Master Roshi? Yes, he was Master Roshi. <laughs> yes. How do you get a a great like actor like that and you just no dude piccolo was uh what's his name uh the guy who he plays spike on buffy the vampire slayer yes uh, i know uh, you're talking about yes um yes that was piccolo what how do they misuse these people dude it was it, it was the worst it how, was... how did it get greenlit <laughs> hey money grab you know the deal because everybody was hype on dragon ball z they they didn't think about See, and this like, is the problem. This has nothing to do with the story. At all. You got to get some super fans that are directors and Yeah, producers. the director had never seen it. And apparently. that's ridiculous. Ew, I'm going to come make a drag buzzy. Like, wow. That still, <laughs> man, that still makes me mad to this day. But yes, Last Airbender was not good. I would watch that 10 more times to not have to watch the Dragon Ball Z movie again. God, it was so terrible. Oh, my goodness. Where were we at? Side, we've got anyway, sidetracked. I think we should probably just move on to... Uh, Boston and Miami. Okay, yes. So, yes, the Mavs are done. Golden State in the finals on the eastern side. Boston, Miami. And the big question I was going to ask you, how did Miami lose that game? I was really looking at it. And how did they lose that game? Because 
on the Boston side, nobody was really hooping like that. Well, I mean. Because I, I watched the game, and it didn't seem as though. Jalen Brown had a good game. He was yeah. 8 for 15. He had 24 points. Yeah, I guess. Jason Tatum had 26 on 21 shots. I, I think it was. Marcus Smart had 24. But you think, I, me, and we, me and you were texting, and we were talking about the, the Jimmy Butler and Bam show, which. They were the only ones that were, well. Kyle, no. No. They, they were the only ones that were doing anything. I, I think for the heat. that's how they lost for the most part. Why it was so close. Because I feel like if you have a couple more people on Miami playing decent, Miami wins pretty easy. Oh, yeah. But it was it was literally just Butler and Adebayo. They were the only ones that were playing any good at all. Kyle Lowry and Victor Oladipo, four for 12, both of them. Yeah. Tower Hero only played seven minutes. He must have been. Did he get hurt or something? Well, I think, you know, they kind of eased him back in anyway. And yeah, it was just, yeah, yeah. you know, how many minutes will he play? And then he sat down and everybody's like, okay, he's probably not coming back. So yeah. I don't know if he re-aggravated anything or they just felt, okay, it's not worth it. Elimination game, we'll bring you back if we make it. But, yeah, dude, that, that was tough, man. It, it was a great game, but Miami couldn't get it done. Udonis Haslam is just, you know. He's, he's shambles. He's, he's hurt. Yeah. He's hurt. But we got to talk about the shot. Jimmy Butler's shot. How do you feel about it? At the end of the game, Miami's down, what, two? Yeah. Two with like 15 seconds left. Yeah, they could have tied it up if he went to the hoop or shot a mid-range or whatever. And he pulled up for the three. Are you okay with that shot? <sighs> it's hard to criticize him too much because he's the only reason they were in the position to be there anyway. But? But that's not his shot. And it was like... Fast break on the dribble. You had Stop, Al Horford backpedaling. I feel like you got to force that in, man. You play. Yeah, could have went home. to the hoop. They yes. may not have called a foul, but I bet they would have. Especially in Miami, any good contact and Jimmy Butler's strong, so he could have potentially got an and one. But you got to backtrack in Al Horford, who's great at the rim, fantastic at the rim. But if I'm Jimmy Butler, I'm going in, man. I'm not mad at the three. But I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna take it, man. I'm going. Yeah, in. he he settled. But uh, I mean, you play to win the game, I guess, and he wanted that. He wanted to put it away right there. Dude. I don't remember how much time was left on the clock. Was it like, like thirty? It wasn't. I don't even know if wasn't it was that much, that much time. I, I can't. I don't know for sure. I can't really remember. But it definitely was one of those major booty kind of tighten up whenever he shot. Yeah. It. He was like, oh, and you hope for the best. But it was like, mm, right. That's there on not his shot. Line. He's not a three point shooter. But also, like I said, they wouldn't have even been in position to be there if it wasn't for him. So yeah. I can't, I can't uh, fault him extremely too much. Yeah. But now you got Miami, who's done, and as Kyle Lowry put it, it was a wasted season. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> he played fantastically, right? Yeah. He's <laughs> he's awful. Um, I think he may end up being like a poster child for bad contracts, like. Aging point guard, bad contract. Oh, Kyle Lowry. Yeah, it's like this guy was really good with the Raptors, but now he's like 30, what is he, 36? Is he 36, yeah. I think? 36, yes. 30, 36. And you gave him like a four-year deal, or $100 million, I think? Miami gave him four years? I think so. Jeez, I didn't realize they gave, I knew they gave him a Maybe nice Maybe it was chunk. a three-year, $90 million. But Let still, that's a, that's a lot. And it, this is just year one, and he's uh, not good. Yeah. And it, it's three years, eighty-five million. So he's getting an annual salary of twenty-eight million. Giggity. After that, he's uh, not good. After that one unnecessary foul that I text you about, I'm like, dude, 
come on now. Like, seriously, that's 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 not a foul you take. I don't care what the situation is this early in the game. You get Kyle Lowry, you pay him this much money, in a situation like this, this is where you need him because you do have Jimmy Butler and Bam playing, you know, playing with everything they got and just nobody else had anything at the table. So he had some sort of injury. I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was like a hamstring or something. But Something like that. Um, in this series, he shot 24%. In the Philadelphia series, which he only played two games in, he shot 15%. Jeez. In the conference semifinals against the, uh, no, that was the conference quarterfinals <clears throat> against the Atlanta Hawks, he played three games and he shot 35%. Wow. So he was pretty awful in the playoffs, but maybe he was banged up. I don't know. But um, yeah, that's not going to be a good contract going forward. Yeah. That's... And Chris Paul may be another poster child if he continues playing the way he did in the playoffs. Uh. Uh, don't pay these old point guards, maybe. But you know, just like I do, these they're gonna get paid. Like you're you're not gonna underpay them. It's you're always gonna overpay them to get these star players because, I mean, they are who they are. One, but it does seem like you burn a lot of money when you can just you're just gonna have to renegotiate and get them for fewer years. They're getting all these mm-hmm. extended contracts, all this high money. Get him for one or two, like the like the Kyrie Irving contract they're talking about. Get him for one year for a bunch of money. Yeah, I doubt that's gonna happen. You don't think it's gonna happen? But um, <laughs> the real question for Miami this offseason is Udonis Haslam going to be back? <laughs> hey, he doesn't know. He he needs to take some time away and get his mind right because this Celtic series hurt him. I think that without him, they're done for. Okay, uh, first off, let's let's stop because Udonis Haslam is a staple, like literally a staple. Yeah, he's been in the league since I was like seven, <laughs> dude. But he has been in the league for a Wasn't long it like time. Like the 04 draft or something like that. Was he part of the 04 draft? Was I it that long out. ago? Maybe yeah, it was had... 05. I think he played overseas for just a second, didn't he? I'm not sure. I don't. I, I don't know what? my Udonis Haslam history. My brother's probably gonna kill me. <laughs> Because he knows his Udonis It was 2002 Haslam. undrafted. He started playing in 2003 okay. for the Miami Heat. So, okay. yeah, so he's he came been in. since I was seven. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm 25 now, and he hasn't played the last five years. No, he Pretty hasn't. much. So, like we were talking about off air, just give him an assistant coach spot, an advisor, something. You can keep him on the not, – not the roster, but you can keep him in the building because that's what he's, he probably wants to do anyway. He, he loves yeah. the Miami Heat. He, he really is part of the team. But instead of taking up a roster spot, just, you know, put him on the assistant coaches list. Let, let him stay right there, an advisor or something. He's part of the uh, culture. He is. But you don't have to keep him on the team. I, I think so, too. You're kind of wasting a roster spot. And then some people will say, you know, well, I'd rather he, him have the roster spot and be their mentor than, you know, some scrub. But Okay, he can be their mentor yeah, right as an there. Assistant coach. Yes, but, um, with his khakis and his Miami Heat polo. He'd be fine. Did you realize that Karan Butler was on their staff? I saw him one time, and do every time I see a lot of these guys, I'm like, "Hey, crap! It's such and yeah. such." Didn't realize. I think I saw Karan not too long ago and saw him, but I think I had said the exact same thing. Hey, I didn't know he was over there. But yeah, it, it's crazy how many of these former players are assistants. I actually forgot Karan Butler was on Miami's. Uh, so here is uh, Udonis Haslam since 2014-15. He played 62 games in 2014-15. He started 25, played 16 minutes a game. Next year, starting in 2015, he played 37 games for seven minutes a game. 16 games, eight minutes. 14 games, five minutes. 10 games, seven minutes. Mm. Four games, 11 minutes. And then this past year, he played 
or in 2020-2021, he played one game for three minutes. <laughs> Is that the one he got kicked out of? Yeah, okay. he came in and fouled, I believe. <laughs> but um, and then 2021-2022, he played 13 games for an average of six minutes. So, Aye. you could, I mean, you could probably do some easy math and figure out how many total minutes he's played in the past one, two, three, four, five, six, seven seasons. Dude, and I bet it's not that much. What's his contract look like? I mean, it's got to be like a veteran minimum. It's got to be. You would think Which they so. said that, you know, they've been keeping him around because he took less money to stay on with when the big three came. Because yeah. he could have had more. It's a one-year deal worth 2.8. Okay. Dude, let me get that gig signed. <laughs> you can go in and foul out. Oh, or man. foul okay. one time. Now, those guys are a lot bigger than me, so I'm just going to have to tackle folks. It's not... It's not going to be pretty. He, he's a big dude. He can shoulder stiff arms some folks and, you know, drop them. I'm going to have to actually tackle them and still probably be dangling from the leg like uh, Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah. <laughs> but in all seriousness, um, I don't really know what the Heat do. I mean, I guess you run it back. Uh, Tower Hero said he wants to be a starter next year. He might as well be. I mean. He can be. He got, he got a six-man award. Why is Max Struess starting over him? Yeah. I think Tyler came into one of those situations where he was, you know, he was actually helping coming off the bench. It was yeah. good for the team. He was that spark come in, keep that momentum going, keep the scoring going. But he has his award. The team saw how it worked. Let him start. Is That's he like fine. the first bench player ever to have a song named after him? He's he, got to be, right? I don't know. No one has a song called My New Ginobili. <laughs> probably not. There's a song called My New. I, I feel like it has to be. Lil Wayne probably did it. I don't know. <laughs> Makes sense. Usually you got like Kobe, John Wall. Kobe doing work. John Wall. I forgot about John. Who John did John Wall? Wall? I don't remember. It was one hit winner, right? It has to be. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's another, there's a My New Ginobili song, and I'm going to find it. <laughs> Guaranteed. When we get back, we'll talk NBA Finals, Golden State, Boston Celtics, and how if you're a Laker fan, you cannot cheer for the Boston Celtics. You can't. And if you say you can, then you're not really a Lakers fan. That's all I'm saying. Facts. The, the LeBron fans and the Lakers fans are going to be on separate ends of this issue. Yeah, they can have that. <laughs> I'm not cheering for no Celtics. Right back on Double Take. Welcome back to Double Tech. HB, Mr. Weaver, Christian with the soundtrack this morning, or today, this evening. Yeah, I don't know why, but I was just listening back to Rodeo, Travis Scott's, uh, I believe it was his first album, right? What? He had a few mixtapes and stuff before that, but I think it was his first album. I think so. I, I think it was. Which is pretty impressive. Hey, it's, it's, it's a good album. It did, is a good album. Did you say you liked it more than uh, Astro World? I think so. Ooh. I'll say this about Astro World. When I first heard it, I kind of felt like it was overhyped. I think everybody was talking about how good it was. And I heard, I was like, that's a pretty good album. But they were just loving that. The transition on some of the songs was fantastic. Really good track. Yeah. But I think this as a whole, Rodeo may be. I think Rodeo's better. Because also, when it came out, nothing sounded like that. 
This is true. Tra- Travis Scott really had a sound of his of his own. They talk about, you know, Kid Cudi inspiring a lot of cats, but I still I don't hear as much Cudi in Travis Scott as some people do. Maybe that's just me. But yeah, you me, can hear maybe a little bit and Kanye a little bit. Yeah. But um, nobody was doing like psychedelic trap like he was or whatever, whatever they call it. That's that's actually pretty accurate, actually. <laughs> yeah. It was it used to be, you know, trap music was about selling drugs. <laughs> this is music on drugs. Oh, it's definitely on drugs. It's, it's like LSD hip hop. Like yes, That's really what much. it is. So I ain't got no beef. So a uh, new Travis Scott coming soon. What they say? That's it's supposed it. to be out this year. That's what they say. He's Utopia, let, yeah, they say. Let everything kind of die. There was down. a uh, billboard in L.A. that said, "Are you, are you, uh, are you looking for Utopia or something?" It's supposed to be really preview for the album. Okay, all right. It's so uh, escape plan is that going to be on there? I don't think or so. Or is it just one he's of those been, tracks? He's been that... dropping a few songs every once in a while, like Franchise, which is awful. Oh, that's a terrible song. Awful song. <laughs> hey, but he dropped uh, Highest in the Room because that wasn't even on yeah, the album. and the Scots. What? Scots wasn't exactly. either. Hey, see, he got some bangers that aren't on and the albums. And uh, the one for Tenet, which is pretty good, too. Oh, man. Dude, it's a nice little playlist. I may have to make that for a, a gym session. That sounds real good. All right, well, let's get back to it. NBA Finals, Boston Celtics, Golden State Warriors. Golden State, they're back with, I'm trying to see, I, I saw the math. Golden State has 123 combined games of NBA Finals experience, and the Celtics have zero. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody on their team has ever reached it. No, so that's going to be fun. But I, I kind of feel like, although that is, you know, that's a key component, Boston's going to give them, you know, a pretty good series. If, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, I got to go with Golden State. That's me. I just think Golden State, with the experience and just they're riding a nice wave of momentum. They've had plenty of rest. They're ready. It's it's going to be a good one. I'm, I'm going to go with Golden State. All right, so if we're getting this out of the way. Let's get it. I'm going to go with the Celtics. Ooh, I'm okay. going to go with the Celtics in seven. That's how you feel. Ooh, seven games. And if I say something in seven, then it's like, well, I could really see it either way. Yeah, but you you think the the Celtics will have the edge at the end. You yes. think they're going to have the better game seven. Thinking they're going to close it out, right? Gonna, you know, finish strong. Now, could I easily see Warriors in six? Yeah, I could. Yeah, but I'm going to go with Celtics in seven. Okay, Celtics in seven. I guess I'll go Warriors. Mm, I don't want to say five. That seems like that's pretty. That's that's pretty. Boston's pretty dang good. I, they are pretty good. I feel like I have to give them more than one game, but mm. they do have the best defense in the league. Yeah, they do. Did uh, Golden State have the number one offense, or were they second? To, I'm not sure. Were they behind somebody? I feel like they were second or third. I don't think they were number one in offense. I really can't remember. I don't think they were either. But I don't know, man. You say Celtics in seven. I'm going to go Golden State in five. Okay. I'm putting okay. it on They're record. Gonna five. I'm going to give Boston one game, and it's not just my Celtics hate. It's all my Celtics say. No, I'm just playing. But, yeah, I, I, speaking of the Celtics, great team. Love Jason Tatum. You know, they do a lot of good things. You watch them play, and they're, they're a scary team. And nobody's stopping Jason Tatum. He's really we, – we, we always yeah. – it seems like we're always making a comparison between Jason Tatum and Devin Booker. But we went ahead and decided, hey, Jason Tatum's better. Clearly better. Clearly better. And now you watch him play and do. His footwork is beautiful. It, it's, it's fantastic. He's – He's learned a few things here and there 
and he looks real good out there. So I don't think anybody's stopping Jason Tatum. I think it's going to be fun for them trying to. I can't wait to see him and Clay or him and, and, and Wiggins, somebody trying to slow him down. But Jason Tatum on offense is, is nice. Yeah, Wiggins is a decent defender, although I think that the defense he had on Luka is a little overrated because I think Luka shot like 50% on him. <laughs> what you mean? That's not shutting him down? No. <laughs> For every shot he took, was, he missed one? There was a clip on first take where uh, Stephen A. was saying something about, you know, Wiggins was doing a good job on Luka and J.J. Redick stopped him. He's like, he shot 50% on him. <laughs> it's like, if he's hitting 50%, is that good? That would, see, and Stephen A. was like, uh... <laughs> See, it's it's so crazy because you know whenever somebody does a good job on somebody, they they always kind of they want to pinpoint some key possessions. Yeah, and if they look at it like that, I'll give them a buy. But to say just as a whole, oh, you were locking them up. You had a good defensive possession on them in certain situations, but nah, you didn't slow down anybody. They they still no. got theirs, but. But, but yeah, man, I, I don't know. I don't I don't think anybody's stopping Jason Tatum. I think this is a perfect matchup, though, because you have the Warriors' high-powered offense, of course. We've seen that for years. And then we have the Boston Celtics, who are very good at defense, historically great at defense. Yeah. So you get to see, you know, what really wins championships, offense or defense. But the Ooh. Celtics also have a, a really good offense. Yeah. Um, In the year of 2022, they have – Basically a 118 offensive rating, which is second in the league in 2022. Their half court is 103, which is fourth in the league. Defensive rating is first. A half court defensive rating is first, and their net rating is first. So they're uh, they're pretty good in the year of 2022. Boy, are they good. Ever since, you know, they went down 21-22. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been extremely good. Been hooping. Um, hey. Also... What are the matchups you think? Because Jason Tatum is probably going to be guarded by Wiggins. I would think so. I feel like they're going to so, put long arm Clay on him a few times. Just so to kinda... who do you put on Jalen Brown? Clay. Okay. Yeah. If if you got Wiggins handling Jason Tatum or having the responsibility of him more on defense, then you got to put Clay on Jalen Brown. Yes. Yeah. Um. In these playoffs. Jason Tatum is averaging 27 points, 7 rebounds, and 6 assists on 45% and 38% from 3. That's pretty good. That's really good. And then Jalen Brown is averaging 23 a game, 7 rebounds, 4 assists on 49% from the field, and 39% from 3. So they have two guys that can go out and give you buckets every single night. Well, I said um, Wiggins mostly on Tatum. They're going to put uh, Draymond on him for a grip, too. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Dray- Draymond's essentially going to be everywhere on everybody because that's what he does. But I, th- I think they're going to throw some interesting defense at Jason Tatum to kind of get him off his game. But I just feel like – I feel like Jason Tatum's going to get his. It's going to be all about slowing down everybody else. Yeah. Like, you I can't – I don't I don't want to see Marcus Smart going off, <laughs> especially him. Grant Williams getting 20. I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. If you're Golden State, you don't want to see it. You, you got to expect Jason Tatum being as good as he is to get his. You're not just going to shut him down. But, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm interested to see those matchups. But, yeah, Jalen Brown, I think Clay will have a lot of that responsibility, but Draymond's going to be all over the place. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think another interesting thing in this series or something that's going to be important is health, of course, because Robert Williams and Marcus Smart have been banged up. Mm-hmm. So if this, you know, they had four days – Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they play Thursday. Um, this 
should be enough time for hopefully them to get more healthy so they're at full strength when they play the Warriors. Because the Warriors are going to get Gary Payton second back, which, you know, I mean, Ooh. Gary Payton second, he's, he's good, yeah. I guess. I mean, yeah. he's good. Yeah, but... I don't know if he's like the game, game changer, changer yeah. but he's he's good. Um, Moses Moody is the game changer, according yeah, to everyone course. in this yeah. state. Yeah, which, uh, you know, Joe Johnson could get a ring if the Celtics win. Please ex- explain. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up. Please break it down for the people because you were telling me and I about threw my bottle of water at you. So so he was on a 10-day contract earlier this season, which means that he could technically, they could give him uh, a ring, which in a lot of cases they do give everybody a ring. But um, that's crazy. I didn't know that. It's up to the team whether they give it to him or not. There are, like, Ennis Cantor Freedom. He would, they could technically give him a ring. I kind of doubt they would. Uh, they're not giving him they're, a ring. They're not going to give him a ring, I don't think. <laughs> and that will be all over everything the next day. Yep. Ennis Cantor, his ring that he was, he deserved to get. Yeah, that he, he deserved Rightfully, it, he is. He did not He's get part it. part of the team, man. Helped him get there. Dude, I promise, I did not know that. So, that, how would you feel if you're that player that gave your all for that 10-day contract and it was like, nah, we're not going to give you a ring. Especially he didn't if, do anything. He made like one shot. But that's, the, but that's crazy. I'm just... Man, it's on the team. It's the team's discretion on who they want to give that ring. Mm-hmm. Just, just give them to everybody if you're going to pick and choose. Except for Ennis Cantor. Except for Ennis Cantor. <laughs> oh, he's going to get one. <laughs> it would be so both, funny. Oh, my God. It would be so funny if Joe Johnson got one in his freedom. I hope, his freedom didn't. I hope he doesn't. I hope he okay. doesn't. But, hey, they, they probably – some teams will probably just give them to everybody that's played with them that year. Isn't like, it kind of funny how – now, I don't remember these exact dates, but in my mind – the Celtics season kind of turned around when Ennis Cantor was off their team. It's a strong possibility. It's it's we we haven't heard from him as much lately, which means he's probably staying quiet because he probably notices that pattern too. Like they're a lot better without, without me. Because <laughs> he was talking a whole bunch about how man I'm great. They I don't know why they didn't play me this that that this, but yeah now it's like, mm, this is why they're in the freaking NBA Finals. Oh man, but yeah I, I don't I don't think. I don't think he would get one. I hope he doesn't get one. Man, I hope he doesn't get one. <laughs> no, I, I hope not either. Uh, but that would mean Boston wins, and that's not how I want to see it. I want to see Golden State win. And I know what you're saying as a Lakers fan, as a person from the West. How can I root for Golden State? How can I root for Boston? Like, that's, that's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, you dislike Boston more than you. Yes. Well, Lakers fans dislike Boston more They're, than they we're do the Warriors. Su- we're supposed to, and especially at this point in time, Boston and L.A. have – tied amount of NBA championships. Both teams have 17. So if yeah, Boston wins yeah. one, they have the one up again, which they had for a nice chunk of time until we ran off a couple championships and tied it back up. No, no, I cannot root for Boston. I have no problem seeing Golden State get another one. If anything, I would think it would be pretty cool to see them get another one without KD. Mm. So um, I think we'll get into that next segment. Yeah, we'll but um. Can you agree that, like, really it has nothing to do with the players that are on Boston, though? Because there's not really any players on Boston that I would think you dislike. Dude, the players on the Boston You actually Celtics, like them, don't you? I actually like them. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. Like, there, there's nobody on the roster that I would be, oh, I can't. I've said a lot. I can't stand that guy. Oh, that dude gets on my nerves. I have no problem with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Like, those are two of the hardest working guys. I felt bad for them these past few seasons because they always had bad luck whenever the playoffs would come around. Specifically last year when we thought they would could potentially make a run like this. And uh, who was it? Jalen Brown got hurt? 
Didn't he have like an issue yeah, in the first yeah. round or something like that? Or right before the first Yeah, round? right before the first round. So, yeah. So, I, I have no problem with all these guys. It was great seeing Al Horford, you know, get emotional, making uh-huh. his first NBA Finals. That's, that's amazing. How many seasons has he been in the league? 14, 15? Yeah, yeah. Giggity. Something like that. So, yeah, no, I have no problem with the guys. I just cannot cheer for the Boston Celtics. It goes against everything as a fan that I believe in. And if yeah. someone says anything different, I, I don't know where they're coming from. Well, I can't. I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm going to root for the Celtics in this one. Uh, but but you know what? I'm not mad at that. You you can you have it's your prerogative, okay? Cuz um you know, even though I have uh kind of forgiven Kevin Durant <laughs> and Draymond Green, I've turned I've turned a leaf on Draymond Green. I don't dislike him uh, like I used to. Okay. I still don't want them to win. <laughs> you I'm still am not a fan of them. Well, but see you don't have to be a fan. To just be like, ah, it's okay if they win. And so you're not okay if they win. You want to see them lose, is what you're I want to see them lose. Okay, see, there you go. <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm not mad at that. And I, I mean, I actually why I like Jason Tatum more than I like Steph Curry. Really? Yes, I like him as a player. Oh, better. Um, for real? The greatest now, shooter of uh, all time. Of course, all in the all-time debate, Steph Curry is way better than Jason Tatum right mm-hmm. now. Of course. Yeah. Um, you never know with the way that. Jason Tatum's career is going to go the rest of the way, but um, as a viewer, I like Jason Tatum more than I like Steph Curry. Really? But, Jay, but uh, Steph Curry may be the most entertaining guy in the league. He may be. You know what I mean? He, he's up there. Entertainment factor. He, he's that guy. He he changed the game in a sense that, you know, it used to be, you know, dunks and mm-hmm. you know, flashy plays this. Now we get excited about three-pointers the way we used to get excited about a crossover. Oh or yeah, dunk. It's like he he did that to he make did. it as exciting. I just like Jason Tatum. <laughs> hey, I, I have no problem with that. Jason Tatum's game is is really nice. It's real. It's real pure. It's it's real. He he has one of those games where it's 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 focused. He's gonna get to his spot. You're not gonna be able to stop him. And he look and he looks very smooth doing it. Real composed. And and I, it's gonna be tough. For Golden State to slow him down, I just don't think they'll be able to slow him down. I think everything else is going to be a factor because Jason Tatum is going to get his. Yeah, um, I think that my view of Stephen Curry has been tainted, tainted oh, because for all those years I did despise the Warriors. Mm. I did hate them, <laughs> and then your boy went and played with them. Yeah, so. That's probably why I like Jason Tatum more than Stephen Curry, in all honesty. I can understand. It's, it's a personal vendetta of my own. Dude. I dislike them. I have no problem with that. I have many personal vendettas. Many. So I can I can definitely rock with you on that. But unfortunately for you, we got to talk about KD and Steph in the next segment. And also the uh, top 15 players in this series. Oh, yes. You want to hit that in next segment? No, next segment. Okay. And also, where is Steph Curry on the all-time all-time rankings. Oh, gosh. There's some uh, wild takes on this I've seen. Jeez. We got to do that now? On the next we, segment. Oh, I guess we should. I'm scared. Just just as long as he's not above Kobe, but that's just me. Um, Wait, what? On this list. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> right back on Double Tech. <laughs>
Welcome back to Double Tech. HB, Mr. Weaver. Talk about two completely different types of music, how we started the <laughs> yeah. segment and how we're in in the segment. Two completely different vibes. But I think that uh, that fits well with uh, Double Tech. We're all over the place. Yes. It's what we do. I like both. I do, too. Big like fans it. of music. I like almost everything. I, you know what? I almost like everything. There's one thing that you don't. Nah, I can't stand it. Hate it with a fiery passion. <laughs> but we won't get into that at all because we have, you know, some coworkers who dig deep into that field. So I'm not going. That works a little bit. Hey, I'm not going to hate on country music. All right. Well, welcome back. We're going to get into, if you didn't see, Draymond and exactly what was said, basically, the, the, the short story or long story made short. Draymond said something about Steph being double teamed seven more times than KD while KD played uh-huh. for the Warriors. And KD was like, oh, that's not accurate. That's pretty much the only real argument. They weren't really beefing. It seems like everybody tried to blow it up more than it really was. But just, I guess, KD feels like, you know, he was doubled just as much, if not more, than Steph. I don't know. Yeah, I think it. I think people have looked into it, and Steph was doubled considerably more than Kevin Durant was. Yeah, it's and even if you if you watch that series, I mean, of course, you know, if if if, if KD kind of gets down, of course, it'll kind of switch over and kind of double team him then. But did I say KD gets down, or did I say Steph gets down? What did I say? I said. I, I think he's. I don't know. Okay. Well, if KD gets down, yes, I can see the double coming over. But Steph dribbling at the top of the key. Oh man, they used to lock him up heavy. To try to make him not get a shot up. I think he may be like the only player in NBA history that's ever had to face like a box and one defense. Dude, and it's like it was it was pretty obvious. So I don't know if if KD is gonna come out and say, "Well, I guess I was wrong." No, he's not. Come on, he's you know, not. The the one thing about KD on Twitter, he will say just about anything and everything all the time. Like that dude got to be bored, man. Yeah. Just, At least he's not using the burner anymore. Oh gosh, he that, just says it on his. I forgot about that. <laughs> Like, so, but, but do you remember what happened to where he basically oh, got caught with his burner? Like, what did he, he posted something on his main account that was supposed to be in his burner? Man, like, and it was like defending Kevin Durant or something like that. <laughs> so it was like, now okay, that's man. hilarious. <laughs> that that's hilarious. But okay, but we're talking about Katie and and Steph and you know the whole Steph argument we were talking about earlier in the show. When players are playing great, you make these comparisons and you do all that. And right now, Steph potentially on the verge of leading his team to an NBA championship. And everyone's talking about where does this put him if he does, because all the championships they have, you know, the the whole thing has been, Oh, Steph wasn't even finals MVP, uh, but still they're not in a position to do what they do without Steph. But now my question to you is, will he come up on your list? Because you have some lists in front of you, but does this change his status to you? If they do win this championship, I don't think he's top 10 for me. If they win. Really? Yeah. He may be right outside of it. I was just about to say, does he go up any or does he Is he above KD? Ooh. 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 Mm. He, he has to be, right? If he gets another one, that'll be four. He has to be. He has to be. He has to be. I think Kevin be. Durant may oh well. I can't really say he's more talented because Steph Curry's the greatest shooter of all time. But Man. I don't know. KD's got he's got such a complete offensive game he does and everyone talks about you know how he may be the greatest scorer that we've ever seen because his game is so complete but Steph is like the greatest shooter without question like there's no well I don't know no there's no I don't know it's Steph is the greatest shooter of all time KD as good as he is you can always try to compare He, he always has that that comparison to LeBron, just as far as, you know, did KD take the throne from LeBron and all that stuff whenever, 
you know, Golden State was beating Cleveland those times. So just yeah. beating LeBron. But he's, still. He's not better than LeBron. Nah, he's not. not Offensively, I think he's more complete, but that's the thing. I don't know. Is he? I think so, man. Le- LeBron can do a LeBron lot. He can do almost anything, though. He can't. He can't shoot like Steph can. Yeah, but I don't know, man. As far as. Ooh, oh, man, that boy. 2018 LeBron, man. That yeah. was like the greatest playoff run of all time. He was ridiculously it was, good. It was pretty nasty. Like, they should have gave him the MVP that year. They thought he was going to get it. Yeah, yeah, they thought it was it was the possibility of him getting the final. That was MVP. probably the best basketball player I've ever seen in my life. Was him? Oh gosh, because he had like insane numbers that you. Like, he averaged like 35, 11, and eleven. I or thought so. Like that. <laughs> what? That is insane. That is insane. But I don't know, man. I, I don't know if you. If you put Steph above KD, so you put him above KD, LeBron, of course, is tickling the top, obviously. Obviously. But I don't know, man, because still you got some people who would take KD over Steph. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of people, which some people are saying, you know, is Steph better than Magic now? And personally, I don't think he is. I think Magic's better. Although, maybe there's an argument. It's, It's always an argument. Like, there's arguments all over the place, but I just... It's I, I, Magic's in my top five. Magic's always in and out of my top five. It depends on how I'm feeling. He's up there, and then he's out, and then he's up there, and he's out. It's, it, but it's Magic. He's one of the greatest point guards of all time, if not the greatest yeah, point yeah. guard of all time. So you always have that, well, Steph is a point guard, but he's a scoring point guard. You know, you always, kind of, you always have asterisks and kind of explanations on why this player is where he is. He winds up a point guard, so he's a point guard. He's a point guard. But, and also, even his if his assist totals are, you know, six assists a game, five assists a game, they're not Magic's 11 assists a game, but also him just being on the court and stretching the defense so far out opens up his other teammates for, you know, the hockey assist and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, and he gets a lot of those, like, without question. That ball movement, the boop, boop, and there you go. Easy shot. But, but um, I'm going to read you part of this article, which is really long. Oh, that's fine. But um, Give it to me. I'm not going to read it all. But I want to hear it. I'm going to read just this part and you can tell me, give me your reaction to it. We spent so much time focused on, on LeBron versus Jordan that we missed the fact that a share of the King's present crown may wind up being sent up the coast, at least for a summer. Already the collective media and fan awakening to Steph's growing legacy has spurred conversations about whether he can pass LeBron's standing on the all-time great list. Mm. I, see, this is the thing. I don't think the thing about Steph is because, you know, they always talk about players who revolutionize the game, who changed the game. Steph will forever be that guy who made. He's probably changed it more than anybody. You know what I mean? But, but not to, nobody can do what LeBron does. Exactly. But LeBron did kind of change the game in in ways of positionless basketball because he could line up at center. That's true. That That is true. He and it, it's power forward, point it, guard. And it really. With him being the size that he was, it it did it changed everything for everybody because now you needed players in other positions who could do other things. Is you, LeBron to blame for that? No, um, y'all think so? What? Like as far as you know, bigger man being needing to be able to shoot because you want more people to be able to do more things. He could be. You know what I mean? Yeah, he could be. Because yeah, like you said, LeBron can play one through five. It's the evolution of basketball. It is. Um. But also, like I was saying, you can you can emulate what Steph does. Not as well as he does, but you can emulate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can't emulate LeBron. You really can. You mean to tell me Zion's not the second coming? No. Okay, just making sure. He's just, 
a freak. <laughs> yes. um, <laughs> dude, LeBron came into the NBA when I was in my first year of college. Like, what? I'm old, I'm old as dirt now. Yeah, like, I'm a couple. <laughs> what the crap, man? That's insane. So, uh, this says titles are the barometer for how we measure greatness today. Shouldn't be. But it is, according to this guy. Yeah. Um, the fact yeah. Steph bested LeBron in three series doesn't hurt. And while LeBron toils with the Lakers organization, <laughs> he helped usher into likely irrelevance. Steph could very well enter next season as the betting favorite to win it again. Win it again. It is not inconceivable that we're on our way to a reality that sees Steph someday retire with more championships than LeBron. That's a strong possibility. It actually. is a possibility. Yeah. But it also doesn't matter. So the, <laughs> so the Steph could be better than LeBron conversation isn't insane. No, it's insane. He is not better than LeBron. And it doesn't that, matter if he wins eight rings. He's not better than LeBron. See, I think the fact that just the type of player Steph is, when you compare LeBron to Steph, it's hard to say Steph is better than LeBron. It's just, it's almost impossible to say that out loud because <laughs> LeBron is He's just not, you know, and nobody, you think about the things that LeBron does in all aspects of the game and potentially at one point in time, at some point in time, could be at the very top player of all time. Steph's going to be the greatest shooter of all time. But you're not going to put him as the greatest player. No. It's just, it's not going to happen. It's just, it's not. It's and you not. know, maybe when Steph's career is done, he'll be inside my top 10. I can see that. He possibly will be. Yeah. But uh, LeBron's already at two at worst. Yeah. Yeah. Like, according to like almost everybody, he's at two or worse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So. Um, I just, so this dude's. <laughs> This yeah. article is ridiculous. But um Steph, greatest shooter of all time. LeBron yes. potentially could be the greatest player of all time. When it's so all this there. was his top five list. Top five? Yeah. All right. Um with another title, Steph uh, Stephen Curry winning another title. The all time great debate could look something like this. Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, Shaq, and Steph. Steph will be the fifth greatest player of all time if he wins the title this year. According to this guy. See, now he already said that, you know, titles this and titles that, which, you know, if, if he's using that, then Bill Russell should be up there. If he's saying I just that. Don't, I don't understand that logic. Of course, you want to win titles, yeah. but titles are not an indication of your talent. It's not. Again, and I'm more so on the side of talent than titles. Now, if that talent never leads you to winning anything then yeah, I can understand you not being that high. But Now, don't get it twisted. Titles are very important. And to some, I, I look at it like this. If LeBron never got a ring, ever, yeah, I don't think he's up there at the top. It's almost no. like, you know what I mean? It's, it's almost like you have to have the talent, yes, but you got to take that talent all the way to the top. So you have to. And he knew that. I mean, he knew he had to get at least a couple under his belt. But at the same time, a great player like Draymond has three. And we've had this discussion. Draymond or Charles Barkley? I'm taking Chuck. Yeah, I'm Charles taking Chuck. You know what I mean? Without hesitation. And I'm sure even though Shaq may always mess with him, Google me Chuck and show him the ring, you ain't never won a ring. I bet you Shaq would take Chuck over Draymond too. Yeah. Without flinching. You got Charles who's got, well, never mind. That's not a good example. Um, <laughs> it's not a good example. But, I, but I, I, I think Chuck, you know, I'm picking Chuck over Draymond. That's just me. Easily. Yeah. So, but, mm. So, Steph not in your top 10? No. And you say he could be when it's all said and done. 
It could be. Yeah. When you're tickling 40 and you're like, yeah, that boy Steph was pretty good. Yeah. I think that the context of uh, LeBron's finals failures are not... People don't take the context. Like, he wasn't favored in the finals for like <laughs> four or five of them. I know. That was crazy. That, that really was crazy. And so, yeah, man. I, and the only one you can really fault him on is the Mavericks. Because he played great in all the other series. They just lost. Yeah, that's true. Dirk would not be denied that year. Yeah. He, he was not going to be denied. So, he was on yeah, a mission. He, he really was. Plus, they were acting like they were sick doing the fake sneezing. Him and uh, yeah. D-Wade. Dirk saw that. He did. Yeah. Did you see the clip? And then we got to get out of here. Uh, did, well, we still got one more segment. What am I talking about? Get out of here. Did you see the clip of, um, I didn't realize it, at Dirk's last All-Star, how he kind of shunned uh, LeBron from a handshake? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, dude, I never saw it. And I just saw it like yesterday. I'll pull it up in this break. When we come back, we got something good for you. Kind of fits into this whole finals stuff we got going. It's getting started. And I think uh, it's probably going to be too easy for you, though. They're always too easy. We'll be right back on Double Tech. Gotta get some harmless fight. Welcome back to Double Text, HB, Mr. Weaver. Final segment, the NBA Finals edition of Double Tech. NBA Finals will be on 103.7 The Buzz every game. On 103.7. On 103.7. Not on 106.7 Buzz 2, every game on 103.7. Unless we have a hog issue. <laughs> yes, yes. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't, I don't think it what matches you, What are you up. saying? What? Oh. Okay. What? Oh, well, <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I'm not, I'm not saying that specifically. But you're not just, saying that, yeah, but no. you're not not saying well, that either. Well, let me rephrase that before you get me in trouble. Uh, I don't think the times are going to clash. Can I say that? Yes. Okay. Regardless go. of what happens, we'll be fine. I ain't saying that, but I'm not not saying it <laughs> hey, you, hey, you chill out, man. You chill out. Come on, dude. You got to get your mind right because you, my friend, know what time it is, don't you? Time to get tested. Wait, what? You heard me. It's time for what organization is this athlete associated with? Okay, what did I do last week? Because it was kind of similar to this. Uh, we didn't have a show last week. Well, the week before. It um, was, was it multiple? Oh, that's what it was. It was multiple MVPs. Oh, yes, you're that's right. That's what it was. You're right. Well, you know where I'm going with this, Christian. Multiple finals MVPs. Oh, yeah, my friend. Uh, Let me give you the count. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve players who have had at least two. All right. Kawhi. Kawhi. At the bottom of that list. With San Antonio. 2014 and and 2018. 2019. 2019. Okay. Still get bonus points for that. So, yes, Kawhi. Um, LeBron. LeBron, yes. Right under someone else who has a lot. Well, LeBron has four finals MVP. 2012, 2013, 2016, um, and 2020. Kobe. Kobe has two in 09 and 2010. Yeah. Shaq. Shaq also has three. Yeah, part of all the three, Pete. You bet it is. Um, 
All right. Who else? Right, you got you got plenty of good multiple. ones. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, yes. Also has three, 99, 03, and 05. Tony Parker won the other one, and then Kawhi Leonard won yes. the other mm-hmm. rings. Um, <laughs> uh, Let's see. Steph's never won one. Exactly. And that's why I picked KD. Yes, KD two. has two. Yep, 2017 and Andre 2018. got the other one despite allowing 37 points per game to LeBron. <laughs> see, I, I still don't get that one. Like, he had, like, two. And see, that's the thing. They gave him the award because of two, like, one or two big plays. Yeah, yeah. Not, not because of the sick man. Get out of here. Yeah, but, yeah, Steph should have got that one. All right. Uh, Isaiah Thomas? No, he did not. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson Magical did. Johnson. You bet he is. And he has three of them in 80, 82, and 87. Larry the Bird. Larry the Bird also has two in 84 and 86. All right. How far does this award go back? Does it go back to like the 60s? Uh, No. It goes back to the 70s. There was one player. This is actually the oldest one, I guess, out of all the guys. There are two old school ones. But, yes, the oldest one, he won in 1970 and 1973. Played for the New York Knicks. What you talking about, Christian? Walt Quad? Nope. What you talking about? Oh, Willis Reed. There you go. Okay. Willis Reed for the New York Knicks, 70 and 73. And there's one other old school guy, but I'm not giving you any hints on him because not to say he's obvious, but it's kind of obvious. He played in the 70s? Yep. 70. Kareem? Yeah. Yes, sir. 1971. Right. He got one with the Lakers, one with the Bucks. You got it. 71 with the Bucks, 85 with the Lakers. We have two more names on this list, Christian. All right. Two. Um, one guy has two. And I'm not going to tell you how many the other guy has because that's a dead giveaway. Yeah, MJ. Okay, MJ, yes. Of course, he's at the top of the list with six, 91, 92, 93, 96, 97, 98. And one more guy. One more guy. I Let's... can't give you the year. I can't give you the team because that's just, it's too easy if I give you either one of those. You've given me all the other ones, but it's one more left. Uh, what decade? Can you give me that? Mm, no, because that's still too easy. I can't. I can't. I'm trying to see what's a what's a way I can give it to you without really telling you. Um, trying to think a repeat went Hakeem. There you go. I see, and that's what I. Oh, good job, Hakeem. Yes, Houston Rockets, ninety four, ninety five. Because I couldn't give you any yeah, kind of time yeah. frame because it was like oh. I was just trying to think of like repeat winners. Yes. Hakeem, the stinking dream. I say, yeah, you, you pretty much knocked out all those. The only ones I semi-assisted you with was Willis Reed, but, I mean, 1970. So, does it still really count? I guess it does. It does. But, I mean, yeah. 70s. Nobody thinks about it anymore. <laughs> they don't. Here we go. Alley-oops and flagrant fouls. All right, I guess I'll get mine real quick. My flagrant just goes to Udonis again. I know I shouldn't even have gave it to him. It's kind of messed up, but I thought it was hilarious how emotionally distraught he was. And it it almost, like, you know exactly what scene I'm talking about when they were walking in the back locker room and he was looking up at the sky, put his hands over his head and everything. I'm like, my dude, Jimmy Butler ain't taking it as hard (laughs) as you. Like, and Jimmy Butler was right behind him, kind of stone-faced. I know he was upset with himself for missing the shot. But I just feel like it was, you know, it was kind of funny that Udonis took it harder than Jimmy Butler, who pretty much had the game in his hand. So he gets my flavor. My alley-oop goes to all the schools around the state right now that seem to be having basketball camps. My youngest is actually at one this week, and she's been having a good old time in Bryant. And I see the ones from our home school back in Palm Bluff and just all over the place. Basketball camps, getting these younger kids up and hooping, and it's a fantastic thing to see. So they get my alley-oop for this week, basketball camps in the state of Arkansas. All right, so my alley-oop is going to go to Jason Tatum. If he wins the finals, 
he'll be in pretty rare territory being 24 years old leading his team to the finals being the best player on his team that has not happened very often oh that's true you can think you know magic johnson was he the best player on his team when they won the finals the first year or he, was it kareem i think it was kareem he just had like that big game yeah he get a uh, nba finals mvp but oh, that's true um kareem did miss the last two games also Hey, he, he did kind of the last game. Ooh, that was that was pretty big. But um, that was pretty big. Yeah, it's, it hasn't happened very often. Of course, Larry Bird, Larry the Bird, won it the next year, and he would have been what twenty two or twenty three. But um, it hasn't happened that often that a twenty four year old has been the best player on the team, undisputed, and they win the finals. Yeah, that's true. Is this guy's? Hey, you, you really want to see Jason Tatum make it happen, don't you? I do. You do. He would be on a pretty uh lofty career trajectory if so hey he really would because Giannis is already on that path pretty much oh yeah Giannis is good he, he, Giannis is he's set like it's he he's in the argument like every year as far as well who's better than Giannis like people say that all the time yeah like, well who's better than Giannis so still the best player in the league in my opinion but anyway pretty disgusting um another alley-oop I'm gonna give it to the Lakers they hired Dobrin Ham hey I think that's a good hiring I don't care what uh Charles Barkley says about him being like the same age as the players or whatever <laughs> I don't care about that uh, you know me. I kind of wanted Mark, but I don't think it's a bad pickup. I can work with that. It ain't Doc. It. Oh my gosh. It ain't Luke Walton who was hired as an assistant for the uh, Cleveland Cavs. We made some big mistakes. I was so, uh, dude. I was scared. I really thought they were going to try to get Doc. I was so nervous. <laughs> so nervous. Trade a future first for. Oh my gosh, dude. I'm sorry, but go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm um, you go ahead. My bad. Flagrant fouls. I'm not going to lie. I don't have one. Hey. It's a good time for basketball. NBA Finals, baby. I know. Yes. See, that's okay. My only flagrant foul would be, you know, <laughs> maybe the uh, somewhat not close playoffs that that we've had. Mm, I can get with that. But the last that. the last few uh, Miami and Boston games were good. So yeah, I, I can get with that. that. Yeah, because it's like we've had we had some close series. Well, like we had a lot of close series, but it but would be games, a blowout every other game. Yeah, so it's kind of like ooh, this is. Game seven, game six, but 15, 20 points. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, ah. Uh, so, yeah, I can get with that. It's it's, it's a light flagrant. Flagrant one, we'll say. Yeah, but Miami and Boston were close the last two games, so they, they made up for it. Yeah, but I, I can get with that. So, I, I, want, I want each game of these NBA Finals, Christian, to be decided by five points or less. I don't think you'll get that, but it'd be nice. Come on. Let me get that. I, I can I can get with some close NBA Finals matchups. Even though I have Golden State winning in five, as long as each game is kind of close, I'll be fine. <laughs> it's like uh, the Boston and Brooklyn series. Most of them were pretty close, and it was an entertaining series, even though it was 4-0. It was 4-0. So you mean to tell me, I'm sorry. Tatum ran through Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Dude. He ran through Giannis, <laughs> and he ran through Jimmy Butler and Bam. I got to say, that young kid is having a heck of, of a run. Of course, he didn't do it himself, but he's but the best still, player on the team. Yeah. He's having a heck of a run. So I don't want to see the Celtics win, but I give them all the props in the world because they're finally at a position that we thought they should have been in multiple times. And it's, he's still only 24 years old. So that's pretty freaking awesome. So Boston in seven, Golden State in five. First game is tomorrow. If you're listening live on Buzz 2, First game is tomorrow. If you're not, we'll be talking more NBA Finals on the next episode of Double Tech. Let's see. We'll have one, two, three. We'll have three games. Three in the games. Books. Okay. So Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday. Gold State will be up 3-0. 
No. <laughs> two one. Two one. Yeah. Two one. Boston. No. Two one. Oh, okay. So you got Boston fighting back for Game Seven victory. I can't wait. NBA Finals. Y'all have a great one.